0: Many of us have seen in the Maslil the beginning of the Sefer where he describes a situation in most of the world where most of the intellectually gifted people place the, most of their mm-hmm. focus and study and analysis on a variety of areas of wisdom he describes in the secular worlds that uh, also has a place, and then in the arena of Torah, many different areas. But he says there are very few that will place their analysis and their focus on the aspects of. Completing Avoidus Hashem, perfection of Avoidus Hashem, on Ava, love of Hashem, on Yira, proper awe and reverence for Hashem, on Dveikus, and connection to Hashem, and all the other aspects of Hasidus, which Masood Sashar himself explains and says that it's very deep wisdom. And he says it's not because these principles are not important to them. If you'll ask them, they'll all say these are the most important things. Aves Hashem, Yeres Hashem, of course, these are the most important things. And that no one can be called a truly wise person, a chacham, unless he has them all fully clarified. But the reason why they don't spend a lot of time and effort studying these areas, is because they're so well known about and they appear to be simple, they don't see a need for placing careful analysis and study about these inyonim of Ava, Yira, Dveikus, shleimus, Avodah, and all the aspects of Hasidus. So he's attributing as the cause the fact that it seems to, the, to these even very gifted people that there isn't a need for studying carefully these areas, as important as they might be. They don't need real careful analysis and study and even. He assumes, I know what Ava is, I know what Yira is, I know what Hasidus is, and Mr. Sham proceeds to explain and show how they don't know. But seeing from the al-vavus that there may be another cause that blocks a person from wanting to analyze these areas. It could be something perhaps deeper or additional that's in addition to just the assumption that there isn't a need for eon. And this we find in Shah Cheshman Nefesh, Paragimel, the 24th Cheshman, where the Chauvet Lova says that when a person becomes more mature in his intellect, he has to relearn everything that he learned in his uh, younger years. And in such a manner, approaching in a way that he views it as if never saw anything before. Because, of course, the understanding of a person who is of a mature, developed seichel is not the same as that of a younger person. He says, do not rely upon what was already formed in your minds. These uh, deep matters. But it's proper to start, to time." of choyzik sikhlacha, when you're now fully developed in your intelligence. That might that be age 40, right? Labina. <laughs> to be ma'ayin in the Torah and Nevi'im as if you never learnt a letter. It's a totally fresh view. Now this is, of course, not a simple matter. Um, when the Shiva and Recha related how Rabbi Kvegus sons wrote that when they learned with their father they could sense that he was learning the Gemara as if it was for the first time. That was amazing. He was like, like, like amazed by it. But of course that's to in his memory. But even for an ordinary person it's not so simple to take an approach of as if I never saw this before. And he says this also with regards to Tarishabal Peh the words of the Chachamim, the Kabbalah, you should study them and do not rely upon what was clarified in the, in the first learning. We learned the sigil six times before. Don't rely upon that. But demand of yourself, as if one who was just starting and whatever is not clear, should ask from the Chachamim, but you should view it as if you're first starting to learn it for the first time. And that's the only way, it seems, that he'll be able to have a completely fresh, new, mature view. Otherwise, he'll be limited or, or sort of held back by this mindset that I know this already. Then he continues with an amazing statement. He says, do not let the Gaiva talk into you to think that your capacity for understanding has not increased over that which you had as a young person Recha. and that whatever you gained then it's not possible to add to that and to, to and for that to become as if it was almost strange to you now, looking back at it, from a view of a fully developed person. It seems as the power of Gaiva to cause a person to think, I know this already, and nothing can be added. Oh, it seems quite strange. Why she not want to believe for himself that now he has greater intelligence? To think that whatever I learned already as a youngster, that's all there is. I can't be lacking anything. There can't be anything more that can be understood about this Gemara or these great sinyonim of Ava, Yira and Dvekus. I learned already about Ava Sashem and Yira Sashem and Dvekus Bashem and there can't be anything more. So it's a lesson here. This will cause you to be lax from being Ayin and you'll think that you're complete chacham You're not lacking anything of what you need. So it's, it's quite, uh, I don't know, amazing, maybe frightening, that uh, there could be such a power in a person to believe about himself. I have it all, and there's nothing that could be added to what I learned when I was a, a little boy or much younger. And in truth, it's really possible for it to be so different now than before that you would look at it and say, like, how could I possibly have thought that? Which happens to me sometimes when I listen to old tapes. I start screaming at the tape recorder. So, but there is this Kayach. So, Tikru... This could also be a preventing force of a person to want to be mind mm-hmm. in the things that are so critical, so basic, so fundamental, because he thinks, no, I have it all. It can't be anything added to what I know already. And we find that in Rebbein Yayna, and the Indian of uh, Misun and Badin, very appropriate for Eila that this union of not trusting, not relying upon what 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 I learned before could apply not only to something that I learned many years ago when I was much younger, it could apply to something that I learned just now. And I clarified just now that I was quite certain, sure about just now to not be sure of it and to think it over again and to let it sit on my mind and come to the full clarity. Because explains the Mishnah Masuna Bad that the dying should not rely on the T'chilas machshava, the first thought that he has about how to paskin when the shayla comes to him. It says Dinim is, is singled out because that has a very primary place in the whole hymn of Taira. That applies to all halachas, and it really can apply to all learning. And now this dying is thinking that I have good, good clarity. I understand the Sudya, I'm ready to pass it. The tanis says, No, wait, think it over. Use a lashon chimut brings the Gemara in Sanhedrin. Rachmitsim esadim lashon <laughs> Let it sit. Let it sit. He gains new insights. Oh, I was sure I had the, the right halacha. I just realized, no, I missed the points. Something wasn't really noticed. It's one word in the Rashi I didn't see. Oh, it changes everything. That's talking about Tanoim. And the mission later on, Describes the case of gas Liboy Bahira who is called Shaita Rosh of Ruach, who wants the Paskin right away to show that he has such Chochmah, that he could answer right away without any need for that. And wants to present himself as like some kind of a supernatural being who cannot see more than what he... S- and sees everything right away in contradiction to what the Tan has already said, that no, you could gain greater Chochmah if you sit on it and think about it. So a person has to be ready to discover that he doesn't have the full understanding of something that he just learned with all his good capacity, which is quite certain, is correct and is valid, to be able to discover, no, there's something deeper there, there's something more mafupal, more, more creative there than that I saw right away. So, what could help us to accomplish that if the guy was working against it? The guy says, I, can, I don't want to admit that I missed something. Of course, at some point, a person has to be able to say, okay, I made my best, good effort. At, at some point, yes, that can't go on forever. But he could sense that, okay, this is as far as I can reach right now. But the guy was telling him, how could you admit that you didn't see everything right away? Or that you didn't understand? Or whatever you thought about all life long wasn't really correct. What could help us against that? I'll let you think, but don't say it. What could help a person to overcome that, that challenge? To be able to admit, to, to be willing to admit, no, I didn't have it right all along, or just now even. So I imagine that what can help us the best is what Rabbi Yenna describes as who is truly called the Chacham. Mishnah says, Ezeu Chacham, who is the Chacham? Says Rabbi Yaina. the chachmei Umay say, <laughs> this is very fitting, the chachmei Umay say, the person who knows everything but doesn't truly value chachma doesn't really appreciate it, doesn't love it, he's not called a Chacham. He's a tipish. Who's called a Chacham? Someone who loves Chachma, even if he doesn't have any yet. He didn't learn anything yet. But he has love for Chachma. How do you understand that? A person didn't learn anything yet, but a person is a being of intelligence. A person could know there is something there that can be gained. That's worth pursuing. That's worth, even when he's already a great Chacham, learning from anybody. And it seems from the, from, from the Mishnah there that this is not a simple matter to learn from any person. The Melech said, I valued Hashem's Chachma. So I was able to learn from even the youngest person. It can't be just a matter of listening to somebody that they have to share. Maybe they know a piece of information that somehow I didn't pick up. It means a real sincere humility hearing what they have to offer, getting onto their wavelength. Somebody much younger, much less knowledgeable, maybe only knows one thing. Let me hear it from him the love for Chochmah is what will empower a person to overcome what otherwise would be embarrassing when he was Reish is usually like used for something that's terribly bad it means like okay I forget my Malucha, I forget my Godless I forget my, my position you have some. You have. You have some, Let me hear. Let me hear. I heard a story. Uh, Shmuel Birnbaum gave uh, sheer Sundays, what uh, say Shabbos in the summertime. In the end of the parasha. A lot of people would come. It would get late. Some people would start falling falling to sleep. Michal Shabbos Zechon Levracha sat in the front. He never fell asleep. He was much older than a lot of other people. So Rabbi Shmuel asked him, How come, how come you never fall asleep? So he said, anybody who saw the avasataira of a barakh bear would never be able to fall asleep in a sheer. This <laughs> is this to get from anybody, any Talmud, what do they have to offer? Another, another refinement of the Swara, the darkest clarity in the spher, What what is simcha? So a person is the being of a chachma, even before he learned anything. It's really After he's learned, so he can have the appreciation. So then, it's worth giving up. Of course, it turns out there's not a lack of covet altogether. That becomes the biggest covet. the it all becomes included. But even if it would ha- have to, in some way, require a feeling of giving up on my covet, it would be worth it. It's worth it. I think our main challenge is really, essentially that sometimes we don't believe that we could do it. We don't believe we could be successful. So we have to know, first, the most important thing is, that's correct, we cannot be successful. We cannot do anything on our own. Even if I am the Yetzirah, we can't fight on our own. We cannot gain any Chachma on our own. Hashem has to give it. Me in Piv But, give us the Lachizuk to know what the Chavaz Chaim brings in Shem, oil, and Paragud Gimel, that every person has a personal chilek in Torah, which is the matmoyim that is buried in him, that's, the passage is saying about it, and it says, the gross says, because all the, that's why Chazal say, it's called a metzia, because even beforehand it belonged to him, because it was there already, he's just searching to find it. So there is a buried treasure in the heart and the sham of every single Jew. And the place where I'm drawn to, that's where I could probably find my that's where I could find my chilek. But we know with certainty every single person is conditioned for tairah. That's why the Gemara says, <speaking in Hebrew> He's robbing him away from the, the from the nakhla because every Jew may was created for Taira. So that appearance that sometimes comes to our mind and then comes to almost anybody's mind. I can't do this. I can't. It's not working. I, I just... It's, it's, it's not for me. That's just a mirage. That's a very effective mirage of the Yitzhahara. He has that power. That's part of the main... That's one of the main challenges to have the muna that every person has a chilek in the Chokhmah of Taira that can empower us to search for it, to find it. Especially in the most important areas of understanding what is Ava, what is Yira, what is Dveikus, and what is Chasidus. Outside, she Emis, for loyal outside, Svora, Krizevis, help us.